episode 13 of Community Depot. My name's Sarah, or SB, the Vams, if you got it. And as you may or may not know, this episode is going to be a little different in that it's just me on this episode. Um, still going to be fun, uh, although, as you probably can hear, I've got a little bit of a cold. So if I sniff or if I sneeze, hi you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Can you tell I'm a geek? Um, just know that I've been ill for a little bit. So, um, yeah, I'm just recovering over that, but still very committed to giving you your episode a week, your uh, weekly dose of uh, life, the dating jungle, and everything in between. So, like I said, it's um, me on the pod today. Um, but I'm going to do things a little differently, still kind of have the same or similar structure to the previous episodes, but just kind of filling you guys in a little bit about me, for those who don't know me, um, but also just giving you a bit of an update in terms of how I found this process. Um, I turned the big three O this year, so kind of life, going the run up to that and after that as well, um, and just a little bit of advice that I have because um, I don't really get a chance to, to give that advice as such on my pod. It's uh, very much about my guests. So I thought I'd take uh, one of the episodes for the first season and be able to, to do that. So we're going to get into the first part of the podcast. As you will know, I, I love. Um, and that is Build Your Boo. We're going to change it up. Um and or I'm going to change up it's my podcast um I'm actually going to change up and it's going to be the section is actually going to be called bay or boo and bay obviously is before or else or before anyone else I can't remember the full acronym um meaning but bay is obviously yeah my bay my boo and, and I'm going to liken it to the things that I actually like when it comes to men um very much what I'm kind of seeing uh, out there within the that Tetris uh, dating jungle uh, and the boo um for this particular episode is actually going to be a negative so like boo boo his exit stage left the things that um you know not really liking hearing some very rubbish things about and and I kind of want to just address it a little bit so we're going to keep it 100 it's going to be very 100 hope you guys um in your feedback give it, keep it 100 with me as well so let's start with the positives let's start with the bays um so in a bay i definitely love to see men who are vocal um, and i think we've talked about it a bit on the pod um with some of my guests but you know there is this slight or actually huge i wouldn't even say slight huge decline in men being forward um for various reasons you get some men not wanting to be forward because they don't want to be rejected some men not want to be forward because um i guess they're used to a certain type of attention um but for me i think it's really important and i've said it a few times on the podcast but it's so important to just you know be intentional first and foremost i mean that's i wrote a whole series on it so i definitely believe in it but also just not being afraid like we're definitely in an era where women shoot their shot a lot more or women are more open to being um spoken to so I think this whole idea of men not saying what what's on their their mind um you know I was talking to my cousin about this the other day um and we were having a chat about someone that um I was like, oh, I'm not too sure if he's into me or not. And it was just very frustrating, more because if he came out with, you know, there's a lot of pussyfooting around and tiptoeing, but if he came out with, okay, I'm into you, then we could obviously kind of go from there. But, you know, whether I like you, whether I don't like you, I am someone who I don't do assumptions um, as much as I possibly can uh, avoid it and naturally I'm a very forward person so I don't need to be the one to make a move I much prefer for someone to make a move with me because I'm I'm like I'm 100% capable of making this move if I want to actually it's, 
it tends to scare <laughs> guys off, which um I'll come on to next. Um, or I'll come on to when I talk about the the boo uh part. But yeah, just you know, guys who are vocal, guys who kind of say, um actually I had someone um we'll, we'll, we'll say somewhat within the the last couple of months um approach me or like kind of dm me and um although it wasn't quite what i was looking for his approach was really really attractive um just because it was like hey i'm into you a lot you are freaking hot and actually um yeah can we can we meet up can we do this can we do that um and I could have I could you know I could rate it I could respect it because I thought actually you're just saying what's on your mind you're saying this is how I feel um and then we can have like an adult conversation that's it it's not playground tactics it's an adult conversation to say hey I'm into you this is what I want you know this whole idea of kind of putting some signs out there and then not quite um following through or even just this whole idea of oh actually all the people should move to me it's like no babe not everyone should move to you and actually sometimes I think that when you get guys who are a bit like yeah I'm not gonna move to her it's a bit indicative of a of a uh, an insecurity that they probably don't necessarily want to show as much I mean that's that's my own personal opinion you may not agree with me but hey if you don't send me through some feedback so yeah definitely one for the bay is uh men who are vocal another one is uh, men who dress really well i think it's just very sexy uh i actually saw a picture of someone who um we were seeing each other i, I don't actually that's probably not a thing like there was a there was a flirtation. I won't say we were seeing each other. Let me <laughs> let me not hype up the situation. Um, no, there was a very um, somewhat brief flirtation between us, and we both kind of knew it wasn't going anywhere. But yeah, he posted up something, and I was like, mm, "Babe, I can I can really send you that one DM to see what's really good." I did not. I resisted, but um, men who just really well, I just think it's, you know, um, and it's, it's owning your style as well. Um, that's so important. Um, we were talking about attraction and, and whilst it's not, you know, attraction and style are two very separate things. I think it's the same concept that it was in episode 10 when I sat down with Femi um, and he was talking about, you know, a lot of these guys are conditioned to like what others like and it's like don't do that own your shit own your style because there is a woman in the world who thinks you're drop dead gorgeous because you are you you are unique you are different from every tom dick and balenciaga like you know you want to definitely showcase your your style so yeah that's my um second bag the men who dress really well um and my third bay is men who don't do it for the gram uh, and i think it kind of fits in with my second bay around the, the dress sense but you know you see a lot of these popular it's crazy because you see a lot of um i see rather a lot of these insta famous men who I say insta famous, I use the term famous very loosely, but you see a lot of these guys who are um doing it for the gram, like they're posting up and I've got, you know, a designer watch or I've got uh designer shoes and it's like again amazing or you know I'm hanging with the big boys and it's like amazing fantastic like I'm so happy for you but is that genuinely what your life is like you know are you doing champagne lifestyle lemonade money because boy we we don't know what people's um circumstances are and I think 100% like I am fully one of those people that will put like if I'm feeling good I'll put it up on the gram but um I think there's always a limit and actually some really great advice that my sister gave me um, which I'll always value is that 
sometimes, you know, when you think of the people who are looking at you on Instagram and, and, and why you shouldn't necessarily care about people's opinions all the time, that's a whole other topic, but um, when you think about who's seeing you, there should always be an air of mystery to your your person um, because social media, honestly, is not everything. Um, so, you know, when I think about men who I've met um, probably in the last year as well who are really interesting guys and and actually just very very attractive once you get to to speak to them and get to know them in depth they're the ones that don't post up that much or they're not doing it for the gram or you know their endeavors their achievements you're not seeing it all over the gaff so definitely men who do not do it for the gram men who are actually living life and just simply very simply living life you know every once in a while they'll post their accolades but they're just living their life they're just striving for their goals y'all sexy y'all are that's a horrible accent <laughs> i'm not gonna attempt that y'all again um but no you guys are big up you man because you man are sexy you man are chef's kiss as they say on twitter Okay, and then um, going on to the boo exit stage left. So, this one is a huge, huge boo for me. This one, I can't take it. I, I can't take it. It's disgusting. Men who try and come in and out of your life. In the past month, I have had... A fair few guys message me being like, hey, Sarah, how you doing? Just want to check in on you and see what's up. No, you know, real reason to actually message me. Just, you know, what's going on? There was one situation that was actually cr- absolutely mad. But, you know, for the, for the sake of peace, I won't go into it. But I've had a few guys message me. And honestly, it's the most triggering thing not even because I am angry with them. I've made my peace with their nonsense. And sorry, just to kind of, as a um, uh, as a bit of background, these are people that, you know, maybe we've been talking for a time, um, but it hasn't worked out. And then they've then gone on to have relationships. And as far as I'm aware, they're still in these relationships. So I'm like, why are you coming to find me? Like, what has... I was going to say little, Sarah, I'm not, I'm not little. But um, what I've, genuinely, what are you coming to look for from me? Um, I could respect it more if you messaged me like, oh, you know, I saw you had a podcast. Um, what's going on with that? Or, or I saw on Instagram you went to this event. How is it? But the, the concept of, oh, just checking to see how you are, when we do not have a friendship, and that's another thing. If you have someone that maybe you've been seeing, it didn't work out, but you talk fairly frequently and you've you've built a friendship, maybe you had a friendship beforehand and you've been lucky enough to be one of the few that can have that friendship, then 100%, I, I get why a guy would message you. But when you don't have any kind of friendship, that there's nothing there for you to be malingering in the place. Wise, wise. I, I, I don't get it. And it's actually, yeah, it's very triggering because it, you know, it's very much not about the fact that they are trying to find out how you are. I think it's more just to do with their ego and to know that actually someone who they found attractive and found them attractive still might potentially allow that, um, allow them in their space. And I think that's very, very selfish as well, because at the end of the day, you can be friendly with someone, you know, if you see, like, my, the example I like to use is if you saw something on Instagram and maybe you're, you're still following each other on Instagram, you can reply to the story. That's fine. It, it has context. There's a reason why. But the message just to say hi, for for what reason? Like, it's very, very unnecessary. And I think it speaks more to that person's character um, and I guess lack of sensitivity than anything else. I, I know for me personally, um, you know, there are people who maybe it hasn't worked out for them um, that I know I wouldn't contact them unless I, I felt like actually there was a, a reason to. Even if it was I wanted to contact them to see them, 
I would be very honest and upfront and say, oh, you know what? Hey, it's been a while. Like, um, I want to check up on you, see how you're doing. Actually, maybe we can go for a drink. Just kind of give context. This whole idea of, I just want to check on you. Me, I'm, I'm, I'm so big gay. I'm so big gay. You know, I'm a, a big woman. I don't need you to check up on me. So, yeah, that's a really big boo. And I think as we are going into cuffing season, uh, ladies, gentlemen, I'll include you this as well. Please be conscious of those types of people because a lot of the time they're not checking on you because you're the shit, although I'm sure you are. They're checking on you just because they want to know if they can still enter your space. And I'm almost guaranteed, I heard a phrase say which I absolutely love, I'll bet you a cocktail, um, that these people will drift back out of your life just as quickly as they come back in. And, you know, who needs that? Who, who needs that instability in their life? No, sir. Not me. Um, anyway, so that's my first boo. And then going on to my second boo, um, men who do not cash their checks. And it goes, you know, directly relates back to my bay, my first bay, where I said I really like men who are vocal. Men who do not cash their checks. Big man. <laughs> Don't flirt with me if you can't come through with the, the hmm hmm. Don't flirt with me if you cannot come through with the young date request. Do not flirt with me. Don't butt up my line at any hour of the night or day where you cannot arrange Wagwan. Like, so I had a situation where um, there was this guy who I um, really fancied and he was like, I had a few mutuals, so I followed him, and then he followed me back, I guess a few weeks later, started talking, you know, very flirty, um, and I was fully expecting it to, like, transpire into something, um, and it didn't, so I was like, I was a bit sad, you know, I'm a human being, I'm a single woman as well, um, and I was like, oh, okay, I guess, well, that's that. Not, not really much else I can do. Just not transpired into anything. And then he came back around, starts doing the flirting thing again. And, you know, here, this guy, at least he's come, he's back, he's doing flirting. There's context as to why he's messaging me. So I can allow him because there is context as to why he's messaging me. Um, but then he does the same thing where it just doesn't transpire into anything. It's like, do you know how frustrating, especially when you're buff? Where you're buff? You know, even when you're not buff and it's like, you're not vocal, it's it's annoying. It's actually very annoying because it's like, I can be your friend, but I kind of want to know what the context is like. And my guy, if you're trying to work out what you want, please do that in the sideline and maybe build a friendship with me instead. But stop trying to flip in between. It's, it's annoying. So, you know, for the men out there, please cash your checks. If you are writing checks right, cash them, and, you know, make those dollar bills spray, 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 into the, whether it's, you know, dating, whether it's that you want to get to know the, the, the lady a little bit better, you know, to vet, even if you are someone who is just looking for a bit of fun, like, say what it is, it's very, very annoying, and very frustrating, trying to figure out what someone wants, and getting quite mixed signals you know just say say what you mean and mean what you say as the saying goes so definitely a big boo for me is men who cannot cash their checks cash your checks g um and then going on to the third boo the third boo um is men who are not self-aware and i think this is um quite i think an important one for me because I am a massive advocate of therapy if you've listened to the podcast if you've read any of my stuff you know I talk quite openly about the fact that I went to therapy I dealt with depression I dealt with anxiety um but the one thing that I am very blessed for is I'm very good with kind of empathy and and that kind of that part of emotional intelligence so I can gauge people's body language and their actions and actually what that might mean in terms of their personality. I'm not saying I'm an expert, but I definitely have gotten it right a lot of the time. And when I look at some of the guys 
um, you know, perhaps that my friends are dating, or I look at some of the guys that, you know, are really good guys, but they're not in relationships for one reason or another, um, a lot of them have trauma, a lot of them have traumas that they've dealt with, you know, maybe they've had a horrible woman uh, break their heart, um, you know, maybe they've dealt with trauma much earlier than that, from a young age, um, but they're not seeking help, they're not self-aware, they're not conscious that actually the whole the longer they internalize that the harder it is going to be for them um so that boo is it's not so much of a boo like oh get over yourself and sort yourself out it's more of a if you feel like you need help please make sure you are looking for that help please make sure that you are seeking uh someone to talk to someone that is essentially going to help you through the process that you need in order for you to um, get out of the other side and actually be someone who will, um, who kind of can go on to have a, a healthy relationship because it, it just doesn't, it, it, more than anything else, it helps you it helps you so you know there were some really fantastic uh, initiatives so ed who was on episode five uh, runs uh, mindset mh which is such a fantastic um initiative and, and a fantastic way to just be in a space a comfortable safe space that you know you can seek help from so you know again any guys who are listen to this if you feel like maybe perhaps you've had some trauma find that person and find that safe space to try and talk through it and and not just with your boys and banter and joking but someone I, I find out with therapists they're really really good at being able to um be your the best friend that you never had that's the way I coin it uh, and the way that they essentially work is um you talk and they find a way for you to really kind of assimilate that information in a way that helps you become more functional um, and deal with your issues or deal with that trauma in a a better way and and a healthier way, Um, but without the bias of your friends and family who essentially want the best for you, but sometimes that that comes with a a certain um, expectation or a certain way in which they believe that you should be fixed because they know you so yeah that's my third boo uh many are not self-aware please um become more self-aware you know remember that the issues that you also have have an impact on the women who you are dating you know the women you are sleeping with the women who you are talking to your behaviors impact them also um so if we kind of again bring it back to the dating jungle what you essentially um do in some of those unrealized or or untreated traumas is um add more trauma to the world than you know rather than doing the right thing and taking it out so there you go and that is the end of section one so we're going to move very swiftly on to section two and this is kind of the core part of this particular episode um so just to kind of give a bit of context because I know I get this question um I've gone this question a few times I'm sure I will continue to get it and I and I don't mind but I just thought it'd be good to kind of have an episode for it so the way um Community Depod came about was essentially um when I was 29 I was going through quite a traumatic period um you know some I had some massive trauma of my own with my ex um and kind of got to a stage in my life where I thought actually I need to deal with this once and for all um it left me depressed it left me very anxious alongside other things as well wasn't just that situation um and so I went to go and see a therapist and and honestly it was the hardest so I only saw a therapist for about three or four months um although I do want to go back um hopefully next year uh, therapists are very expensive I will say that so um if you are looking for a cheaper alternative or someone who is from um the black community I would recommend following frontline therapists but I'll link it in the pop the platform 
But anyway, going back to what I was saying. So went for a really traumatic period, um, decided to see a therapist, uh, four of the hardest months I've ever dealt with in my life, um, because I had to unpack quite a lot of stuff, um, within that period. And, and, you know, as hard as it was, I remember going to one session and I just cried the whole way, like six, imagine 60 minutes of crying. So I cried the whole way. Uh, and then essentially I remember feeling, I felt like crap actually. So, you know, when they say, oh yeah, no, I felt a bit better. No, I felt like absolute crap when I left that therapist. But, um, I also remember the, the session where I came in and I could talk through how he'd helped me, um, manage, uh, um, a situation that previously would have very much left me crippled and very, um, you know, I would have internalized it and it would have left me very, very, uh, feeling very bad. Um, so yeah, it was really tough period of, of my life. Um, and then I went on, um, and so I thinking, okay, well, how do I capture this period of my life? Like, um, and kind of in parallel to me going to therapy, uh, obviously I, I have a social life. Uh, if you see my Instagram, everyone's always telling me I'm the life to solve the party. I really am not, but uh, I've got energy. We'll leave it at that. Um, but in, in that I would catch up with my friends. Um, you know, we talk, we'd be very honest and open with one another. And I was having very similar conversations about, you know, dating London, when you're late twenties. Um, so I just wanted to kind of collate all of those experiences, all those conversations, um, and just give some advice from my own experiences. Cause I felt like a lot of the things that were being talked about, a lot of the things that were, you know, sometimes misconstrued on a more social platform. Um, it was just simply addressing it and saying, look, this is what it is. This is, this is what's going on. Like guys do this, don't do this. Um, but I want to be like a really fun way and, and not that kind of self-help kind of way where you have people saying to you, you have to do this, you know, like the rules or, um, yeah, what's it? Think like a man, act like a woman or think, yeah, think like a man, act like a woman. I think that's the title. Um, not that those books aren't bad, but it's like, sometimes I just, I don't want to have to like tell a guy, oh, you know, treat him mean, keep him cute. I don't want to do all of that. I just want to, I want to live my life without spanks. Um, I want to live my life with a certain level of freedom and just, I guess, a certain level of ownership. So I wanted that, the intentional series to be something that this is what I've gone through if you can relate, amazing, maybe then what I went through will help you, uh, but if not, here's a really funny story, and actually, <laughs> some warnings, <laughs> in case you come across some of the, the men, and the experiences that I've, I've dealt with, so, yeah, so kind of, um, all of those, those conversations, my therapy combined, uh, essentially, kind of formulated what, um, everyone now knows as the intentional series um or anyone that's ready at least knows as the intentional series on life about spanks um and life about spanks as a whole which is my blog uh very much is just about celebrating individuality in whatever form that takes so it was kind of a perfect fit to, to add the series as a bit of an offshoot to life about spanks because it was about well actually how do you own these dating mishaps that you might have had or um you might these challenges that we all seem to be facing in the dating world and how do you own that and and really just kind of turn it around for good so um I wrote the intentional series and then uh went on to hang ups and hangovers podcast shout out to Mr B uh who's my brother-in-law um, and it was great because I could have such an honest conversation with him about how um, I felt, just kind of my journey um, in terms of like, well, my life really, um, kind of my adult life at least. Um, but the great thing that actually happened um, really was probably the birth of um, Community Pod, although I didn't know it in its fullness, was... Um, 
Mr. V just kept on pro- probing me. So he kept on like, you know, pushing me and asking me questions that I couldn't quite answer. Um, and I remember feeling a little bit embarrassed because I just thought, oh, you know, I've written this five volume series. I'm really proud of it. It was fantastic. I've got some great um, feedback. And then I'm actually getting questioned on things that I, I genuinely don't know the answers to. So, you know, okay, so this guy decided that he was going to take you to ZZ's and he was going to wear Air Forces. But why does that mean he's a bum bitch? You know, why does that mean that actually I don't want to I don't want to date um, someone like that. So he was kind of like asking me those types of questions or or do you know that for sure when, um, and this was quite a big one, um, you know for sure when this guy stopped talking to you, it was because you did something wrong. Maybe he was dealing with something that um, you weren't aware of. And so when the, when I kind of ended up podcast, I thought, oh, I really don't know any of these answers. Like, how do I get an education? And actually the working title of um, Community Pod was the education of SB, but I thought actually it's not just my education, it's everybody's education. It's everyone's education, celebration and exploration of life, the dating jungle and everything in between, which you now know is um, the tagline for Community Pod. So, um had the podcast it was like oh okay what next how do we explore this um that's where the idea started to come along so um I had many an anxiety attack um I was you know I pushed it off I pushed it off for about a year actually or just under from the first thinking about doing community pod until actually doing it and guys honestly I don't think for things that are really big or things that you're really passionate about, um, one thing that I can say in terms of learnings uh, from Community Depot is you're never going to be 100% ready. Uh, I remember pressing the button to publish uh, Volumes 1 and 2. And volumes 1 and 2, one was with my ex, who I'm pretty cool with, so I didn't mind what we talked about. And Volume 2 was, one of, with, was with one of my closest friends um, who I absolutely love having conversations with, you know, as a guy very platonic but just like he's my brother essentially um so it was you know two very rich conversations I believe uh, that had some very good nuggets of, of information and I still had an anxiety attack I don't think I, I told anyone this actually but when I posted I had an anxiety attack I like shut my laptop I hid I didn't even like want to like as when I posted everything to say oh it's gone live now I just like ran away from social for for a couple of hours because I was like oh my gosh I'm putting out there um so I don't you know I mean some people maybe but I know for a lot of people it's like oh you know should I do this I'm like you're never really ready but um and it was just Joyce Meyer that said this do it afraid um so if you are thinking about your own kind of idea and I guess you're listening to this do it afraid 100% you know um, a lot of people do, a lot of people have done it in the past, a lot of people will continue to do it, but please do, do it afraid, do it, you know, I'm sure there's some amazing content that you want to put out that people need to hear, or people need to see, so yeah, that's definitely one thing, but anyway, so, um, came up with the idea for the podcast, uh, and then obviously in September, launched the uh, first episode of Community Pod and we're now up to episode 13 which is amazing feat like I can can call myself a producer because I definitely um, produce (laughs) a body of work each week um, which all of which I'm proud of and an absolutely massive 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 shout out to every single person that has come to Community Pod because it truly has been a huge education for me just in the way that men think um just in confirming a few things uh that I've learned so for one don't don't try and move to a guy too tough because more often than not if he likes you he'll move to you um which is why I go back to the whole thing about I like guys who are vocal because I know it's it's within them um I think Odell said it in episode six but even the shyest of guys when they are on it they're on it and they will find a way. 
Um, so yeah, hundred percent. I've learned that. Um, you know, there's a lot of vulnerability that comes with men as well, and and it's very important for women to be a lot more open to the fact that men are vulnerable. This whole idea of an alpha male is redundant. Um, and yes, you know, I know I like my men to to be strong, but that doesn't mean they don't have emotions. That doesn't mean I. I don't need to learn to have patience, maybe when they don't get something right straight away. Um, and and just really being able to, to have an honest conversation, even when it's difficult. Uh, I don't know for, for anyone that's listening, but I know for me, I've struggled very much in the past with confrontation and really being able to kind of be have honest conversations. Um, and I definitely have learned... Um, with the podcast uh, and let's say in life as well that it's so important to have those honest conversations even if it does feel like confrontation because that is how you resolve issues that is how you uh, sort the wheat from the chaff as well you know the people who you can be honest with it says a lot about your relationship with them um and the people you have to confront it says a lot about their character and how they deal with that as well obviously being respectful and being diplomatic but um you know being able to have those honest conversations being rational being patient as well like I said when they don't get it 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 speaks to I mean it speaks to both your characters um so you know super super important I've, I've learned that uh with community pod um support your friends and I cannot stress this enough. Like for me, um, to be honest, the biggest standout I've, I know is Tayo. He was on episode 11. Uh, shout out to Tayo because I love her to bits. And I absolutely adore the way that she supports all her friends. Um, you know, I think she once describes herself as um, uh, her, her, her friend Stan or her, fa- her, fa- her friend's fan fans fans I can't remember what it was but essentially she is the biggest fan of her friends um and as a creative especially who is doing this solely so I don't have backing or that's going to change soon in Jesus name amen um but as a creative who does a lot of that who puts a lot of her heart into creating these episodes and wanting to put out a body of work that's amazing it absolutely means the world when people get behind it. And and I guess you don't have to ask them as well. It's a genuine, even if it's not necessarily what you're involved in, it's the fact that someone that you care about, someone you love, uh, is doing something that they are passionate about, that they have, you know, fought to, to work through to do it. And, and most creative, most people who put out something out there, that's what they've, they've gone through a process nothing great comes easy so you know support is is so important um and unprovoked support that that's what I I call it my love language but unprovoked support is the world to someone who is creating content whatever content that looks like so whether it's visual whether it's audio um you know it could be fine art whatever that looks like um support is super important and I think for the podcast it's definitely shown me that um it doesn't come naturally to people but when people are ready to support you um they will so 100% like I I have utmost love for every single person who you know I have a friend um Dami I can say her name <laughs> my friend Dami she comes back to me every single time she listens to the podcast and she hasn't listened to it you know she doesn't listen to it every week that it comes out you know she's still behind on the podcast but every time she listens to the podcast she will come back with feedback and it's not always positive feedback but it's great feedback because it's her honest truth as a listener uh, and taking in what I want to put out there taking in that like I said that education uh that celebration that advice to those who listen to the podcast so that in so many different variations is support and it's really important to have that um 
so yeah I think that's very much something I've learned from doing the podcast that I um you know don't be afraid to ask for help as well um I've definitely asked a few times for people to repost um the episodes um but yeah that support as well is so important um to have uh especially when you're doing it by yourself um what other things have I learned from community depot um studio time is expensive and I'm playing I absolutely love um Yusuf and Brandon especially who's my engineer um who just giving me like little bits of advice as well um and they so the studio I use is called Afrogiant Studio and they are they've they've actually got like the coolest studio honestly every time I guests come in there they always have something to say about something it's like a mixture of all the um the the people behind the students all their loves um and it's just it's a great talking point but it just kind of I guess it adds to the atmosphere uh within the studio when when we're recording so uh it's absolutely amazing but no um please be respectful of when someone invites you onto a podcast or when they invite you to do something everything has a cost there's a cost associated with everything and, and I think as a creative you don't count the cost too much because you love it so much you're willing to to invest um I think I on an episode of three shots they were talking about you know years and years and years they were investing no one's really saying much um and then now they've blown it's like oh well okay yeah I want to do podcast too but it's it's an investment um 100% I agree and I think it's so important for you know if you're invited onto a podcast or if you're invited into anything any kind of creative process be respectful of that creative process um I've been taught that I definitely want to share that also to people who are um listening to to this episode because it it means a lot and it's very painful actually I kind of I had an instance where someone didn't turn up for the session um and kind of speak to them it, it just seemed a bit like blasé um and for me that was it the shit hurt it hurt because it was like I paid for this session and I've just lost it because you didn't turn up so um yeah being respectful of other people's um time their creativity their production skills and, and making sure that that is um always kind of for that moment in time where you're involved in a project that that is as much as a priority for you as it is for that person um I'm trying to think I mean I just I absolutely love podcasting um podcasting has given me a voice that I've always had but never thought I could articulate and hopefully what people have heard over the last couple of weeks is a testimony to that um but it it's also just giving me so much more insight as to what I actually want for Community Pod and actually what I want to, what my kind of duty or what I feel my duty or my destiny is, that's a better D word, <laughs> uh, destiny is to the world um, when it comes to my passions or when it comes to really adding something and giving something back Um to our community, to society, um, just the people who maybe they're not too sure what to do and, and they want some advice um, and they want it in a different kind of way to what maybe other people are saying. So, um, yeah, 100% Community Point has kind of added to my voice and really made me feel um, really great and just as great as I believe I've always been I've just never believed that's it like I say to anybody who knows me like I probably not so much anymore but I would say only about the last year um I've become a lot less shy but 
I'm one of the shyest people you'll ever meet. Like, I compose like a bad beat. Um, but I'm not a bad beat. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a good gay. Um, you know, I compose like the best of them. I've done modeling. I'm just not very interested in it. But, you know, I know my angles. I love color. I love style. Um, you know, so I have that persona. I have that character. I have that personality. It's very much embedded within me. But uh, at the same time, I've dealt with things which have really kind of played uh, on my self-esteem. It's they really kind of pushed me down. So it's it's taken a moment for me to get fully to where I need to be. But I'm more on my way than I've ever been. Um, and I can 100% say that Community Depot has added to that. So shout out to me. Sometimes celebrate your growth. Um, uh, but shout out to everyone who's been a part of that journey as well um because definitely I couldn't have done it by myself god first and foremost but everyone who you know even those who are listening now you guys are part of my journey because <laughs> you listen to my podcast so yeah that's definitely helped me uh find my voice uh when it comes to that learning that I've had um ooh. I want to answer some questions, but I'm having a bit of a tef- technical difficulty. Um, just give me a moment. Um, so I'm a, I'm a bit of a one take person. And I don't want to really do much editing for this particular episode. Um, so yeah, I'm just going to keep on talking. Hopefully, you've enjoyed the pod so far, um, or you've enjoyed the um, the episode so far. Um, I've just realised I sound really like sombre. I mean, maybe it's because I'm recording this quite late. Um, so it is on time for the um session. Oh, sorry. So it is on time to be released. Um, but anyway. So I did ask for some questions, or if you had any questions for me to answer on this podcast, um, to send them in. And I'm just going to go and answer those questions. So, the first question that I got was, um, will there be any Community D events? Uh, Yes, there will be next year, by the grace of God. I am planning to do a Community D event. Um, So, the way the Community D podcast will work is that they will come in seasons. Um, So we are coming closer to the end of season one, um, which has been an amazing season, if I do say so myself. Um, I'm going to say so myself. So, yes, I um, will be having a community event next year um, and more will be said on that when it comes. Uh, Next question was... um, Next year's plans for Community D. So for me, next year's plans will be very much about um Yeah, next year's plan will be very much about season two. Um so we're gonna change it up a bit, but I will speak about that um in a, a couple of episodes to come. Uh, so that will essentially kind of all transpire as it comes. <laughs> all sounds very mysterious at the moment, but it generally it's not. It's just um, when it kind of comes out, it will make a bit more sense. So I don't want to say too much about it now. It will come out a bit later on. Um, what has been my best episode so far? Ooh! I kind of knew that question was going to get asked. Um Oh, it's a toughie because it depends on what you are um, looking for. And that's the beauty of all the episodes. So um, definitely in terms of me laughing, last episode, episode 12 was freaking hilarious. Like, Ade, boy, you are a character and a half. So if you hear this, shout out to you much much love you are one of the funniest guys that I know I swear um but you know the canvas guys had absolute gems but I loved their rapport and their banter it was fantastic um 
some of the highlights were um doing up turkey comment from will on episode (laughs) that was freaking hilarious i can't even um really really enjoyed episode four that was definitely um with isaac that was definitely very enlightening i think that was echoed in episode uh six with odell um um i think in terms of where i really learned quite a lot i would say episodes five episodes 10 and episodes nine were probably where i learned um the most um so episode five was with edge dealing with um mental health in life and loss uh life and love love sorry and and that was quite a deep episode for me because obviously um you know my own dealings with mental health um but also just ed's tenacity and what he dealt with to get to where he was was just nothing short of inspiring uh it was amazing and and when you think of someone who's gone through all of that and can still come out and and be a pillar for others uh, and continue to do so because you know for those who've dealt with mental health you know it's not oh yeah you're fixed and you're done it's ongoing it's a journey it's a marathon um but for him to be doing all that he's doing it's just fantastic um and it inspires me to go on so you know ed is is such a great person um and the things he talks about just in terms of really when someone is dealing with something who you don't necessarily know you know mental health in, in most instances is quite invisible um it's having that patience and i kind of mentioned that earlier but really important to to see that all the way through with someone even if it doesn't work out with them still have compassion if they're dealing with mental health um so yeah that was episode five episode nine um so mr b um bods as i call him uh, and his breakdown of narcissism on narcissistic men it was like the 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 understanding of narcissism was very much lingering but the way he talked about the fact that you know narcissistic men essentially are kind of scared lost little guys who are dealing with their insecurities and they're trying to project onto other people was just yeah it was like oh this is really what is happening um and just with some of the situations that i've dealt with even recently um having that explanation having it at the back of my mind helped me deal with situations a lot more healthily and actually more honestly than i probably ever would have done because i understood what i was dealing with um and when you know what you're dealing with uh, and you have the tools to be able to deal with it better and i guess you're brave enough to deal with it better as well then it's it's just a whole different outcome and it's it's amazing to see so yeah um and then episode 10 was just about i, I mean it, it definitely gave me food for thought i know a lot of people have had um episode 10 has been one of their favorite episodes it was actually been episode 10 and episode 7 with the curve guys who actually to be fair i just i love them just generally i i love um sort of and i love tea like they're just two absolutely outstanding guys and you know i'm just gonna quickly say please do listen to the the curve podcast because i i've just listened to their i think it's season three they've just done their first episode um and the way i was like hmm yeah it's true oh yeah such a relatable pod honestly um but yeah um the way like what i what femi was speaking about on episode 10 um especially just like thinking about your type uh, and actually do we really have a type or are we just um pandering to the the uh general leadership of society um was a really great one for me i think definitely i can it's very easy for me to say oh yeah loads of guys say that they're not into this type of person but actually they are but you've also got to be self-reflective as well and say well are you a hypocrite are you doing that too um so yeah it made me think a little bit more about kind of i guess i'm i'm single and i am wanting to settle down um 
thinking a bit more about okay well what does that settling down look like uh, I guess from a aesthetic perspective but also from a um um a mentality and and characteristics wise so so yeah so that kind of hopefully answers the question I, I don't think it does 100 percent, but I, I genuinely can't say I have the one episode it's like this episode is just wow I've learned again so much from each of the, the the people that have come onto the pod you know even from the first episode a lot of people said I was very brave to do um a podcast or first episode with my ex-boyfriend um and I don't see it like that I see it like I put to bed a lot of thoughts I had around our relationship and I also learned a lot about some of the signs that I read as one thing and they were another um and it's put me I believe into better stead of when I go into a next relationship this is what I might see this is what I might not see let's have better conversations let's talk let's not brush things on the carpet um so yeah even that episode was was a great one to have um so yeah go deji for coming on and and being such a good sport okay um next question oh okay i think i answered this one already so from all the episodes so far what tips or advice have made an evident impact on your life i think if I had to choose one, it would be do not make a move on a guy. Um, I don't know if I want to confess this. Uh, let's just say some of the guests are single and some of the guests are not single. I learnt my lesson. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say on that. Um, yeah. But basically, I, I definitely will take... Um, the advice of what I've learned uh, on the podcast and <laughs> if you're not getting moved to sis don't move to the guy do not move to him him do not move to him him I said do not I said do not I said do 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 not um yeah just just it's okay friendship is good friendship is <laughs> it's it's character building oh god no um yeah that's probably i think like i've said a few times on this episode when a guy knows what he wants like even if a guy doesn't know what he wants let him make the first move let him make that decision even the shyest of men will make that move if they wish to make that move and if they don't it's okay we thank god that there are seven billion people in this world you know just because you're in london right now doesn't mean you're going to be in london all your life and so I feel like I'm speaking to myself here, but, um, and so you essentially, you know, there's more to life. You don't pine over one person. So, yeah. Um, okay. Is there more to come for Life Out Spanx? So my Life Out Spanx is my blog. Uh, you all can follow that. Um, that's Life Without Spanx on Instagram. And that's my blog, um, page, as I said before. Um, there is more to come with life at spank so i actually want to do the intentional series um volume six to ten i definitely have my topics for that it's just a case of time um because i work full time um i can't imagine anyone thinking i didn't but i 100 work full time um and there's just a lot going on a lot of changes happening within my role um for those who don't know i work in learning development and if you don't know what that is then your company are doing you day because <laughs> every company should have a learning development department. Um, but yeah, so it's just finding that time. Hopefully over the Christmas period, I will have some time for myself um, and that will form a part of my um, my downtime, just really capturing those thoughts and, and hopefully giving you uh, another dose of that Sarah experience. Um, who knows, maybe I'll could t- say a little bit more about that uh, a little confession I made earlier um I think that's it in terms of the questions which nicely um kind of takes me to the third and final part of this episode so um third and final part as you 
may or may not know is essentially um with the like if I was to give advice to anyone right now what would it be um so I think the first piece of advice I would give is believe in yourself believe in your source and and I think Tolu said that back yourself yes Tolu said in episode seven um he said back yourself and you know really um be your own cheerleader and I think that's so important because when you believe in yourself when you say those affirmations when you constantly speak to yourself and and even if you don't necessarily believe 100% you keep on saying I am the shit I am that person I can do this I can you know you believe it um and when you back it up especially with actions you believe that so much um more than if you just kind of are wishy-washy you're not consistent so 100% believing your source is so important um especially with dating as well um don't believe in your source so much so that you are disrespectful don't believe in your source so much so that you are not conscious or aware of other people people have feelings people are different people like to be communicated to differently so it's always important to be self-aware and to be diplomatic but believe in your source that actually if one saucy somebody is talking to you like take it at face value yes because you are saucy somebody that is why you're getting moved to now if something else transpires and then it's a different thing okay fine maybe that's that but actually you know don't let it be a self-fulfilling prophecy believe in your source and, and let the source flow f- freely um so yeah that's quite one um that's another one sorry uh, and then i'd say finally um fall back in love with falling in love uh, and I say that one in particular because I think a part of me has been a little bit afraid. I mean, it might be a topic I, I well, it might be, it will be a topic I will explore uh, later on. Probably not right now within the pod, but definitely later on. But I think with all the experiences I've had um, over the last couple of years, a little part of me is scared to be in love. Like I miss the feeling immensely. I've been in love once. Uh, it was heart-wrenching, it was beautiful at the same time, but I do miss that feeling, but all that comes with that, um, you know, if you want to look at it biblically, uh, and you use um, 1 Corinthians 13, 4 to 9, you know, love is patient, love is kind, it's not boasting, it's not self-seeking, think about all of those things, love is not, it's multifaceted, it is not just this one thing, um, and I think, you know, when you look at an age where we're all relationship goals and this is what love is going to look like, chances are it probably won't look how you think it, it's meant to look. And so I think the idea of love in in its, I wouldn't say pain and its challenges, but also in its beauty, um, believing that there is someone there out there for you Um it's just it's happiness in itself because it, it a part of it is you're not necessarily um striving for it you are building on yourself you are you know because it's very important that and i've said it before it's very important that you are whole before you go into a relationship because you don't want your other half to be the one to fill you in you want to be whole and you want to have a synergy with your other half so that you guys are making each other better um as well as kind of building on your own uh, dreams and 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 uh plans but um you know at the same time as you're you're building on yourself at the same time you'll make yourself whole like believe in love fall in love with being in love I think for me I I fell out of love with love um and I'm slowly getting back to a point where I'm falling back in love. It, it's frustrating, especially for someone like me who is quite impatient at times. But yeah, I'm falling back in love with being in love. I, I definitely think when I get to celebrate other friends, falling in love, meeting people, you know, those, <laughs> those dating stories you hear, just even celebrating that, that is you falling in love with love again. Um, and I guess holding on to the the time where you 
or find your own love. So that's that. Um, thanks guys for rocking with me. Um, as always, you can follow me on Community D Pod uh, on Instagram or Life W O Spanks on Twitter. I really should get a Community D Pod Instagram, but I just don't want one yet. To be honest, I like the hashtag idea. Uh, so you can follow me on either of those. Um, if you do have a community dilemma, we will be having another dilemma coming up soon. I posted it up, but I will post it again between now and when it comes up on the episode. Um, but if you do have a community dilemma, if there's anything that you want to feed back, you can do so by emailing communitypod at gmail.com or you can uh, send it in anonymously for those who don't want to uh, send it in with their name um, via the Curious Cat link, which is on all of the platforms. So thank you guys again for rocking with me. It's been quite fun actually. I'm surprised I could talk for over an hour. <laughs> Everyone that's listening is like, no, we're not surprised, Sarah. You have it within you. Um, and I'm also a trainer, so I, I should have that capacity within me. Um, but yeah, I uh, hope to hear from you guys soon. And take care.